I ain't gonna expose. I'm not like that. I'm not a snitch. Virginity. Mm-hmm. Hush, hush, stop. Yeah. They love me. Let's see if your parents raise you. It's deeper than the physical. What up, fam? Yes. <laughs> Welcome back to the juxtaposition, everyone. Welcome back to the juxtaposition. <laughs> I'm your host, Nana, alongside my co-host, Janet. 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 Yeah, Bernice got fired, as you can see, you know. We got a new co-host, new regime, you know. I'm just joking. Bernice is out. But we got our lovely guest. Lovely. That kind of sounds lovely. like a girl, right? Handsome, wonderful, talented. Wonderful, talented. Inspiring. Inspiring. Toronto's best. Toronto's best. Comedian. Yes. Up and coming. Yes. Instagram influencer. Yes. Come on. We Nobody got, know, Everybody has to know who, what's with Andy is. We got what's with Andy in the building. Woo! Everyone clap. Woo! Nobody put like the fake claps. <laughs> See, I, Noted. I, I don't I don't like when when I was telling people about this interview, I was like, I don't like using Instagram comedian. Oh. It's like I even stopped myself. I said, oh, Instagram, I don't like that uh, comedian. Let me let me put uh, it in the you know. That. I appreciate that. But Andy, you gotta remember to put the mic right here. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just switch hands like this. But anyways, how you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Uh, it's a lovely day. It's a lovely Sunday. So I yes. appreciate you guys bringing me out here on the Lord's Day. You feel me? Yes. <laughs> so let's get straight into it. Yep. Let's get right. straight into it. Let me give me the first question, please. So where are you from? In terms of like my ethnicity or? I mean, I feel like that question is always asked for people who are born in Canada. American, you could just be like, I'm black. Yeah. Oh, okay. So but what is your ethnicity background where sorry, your parents from the reason i asked that question or what we wanted to ask that question too because you do videos that's like hood man videos and yeah. like it could be well people know you're Ghanaian, but african videos stuff like that but i want to know where you're actually from okay. like ethnicity neighborhoods okay. all of that okay cool so my parents are from ghana you know, West Africa, big up, you know. Jenny, you're Ghanaian or not? You're no, I'm Nigerian. Oh, oh, sad, respect sad, me, sad. respect me, man. But I love my Ghanaians, though. Yeah, Come on, man. You know, I love my Nigerians as well. So, yes, yeah, so my parents are Ghanaian. Mm-hmm. Um, both my parents are Ghanaian. I grew up, uh, well, I was born on Western Road. So, up until maybe grade five. Yeah, not maybe. But up until grade five, I was on Western Road. Then I moved to Rexdale from grade six onwards mm-hmm. until, like, university, well, until now. Um mm-hmm. So I would say Western Road, Rexdale, and I'm Ghanaian. So for myself, I'm a fusion of the Toronto African mm. diaspora, you know? Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think that's different than actually being like Ghanaian, Ghanaian. Because I think there's a difference between the Canadian Ghanaian and the Ghanaian that's like fresh off the boat. Mm. To be honest. Yeah, there's some, there's some fresh off the boat that... You know, they're really Ghanaian to the bone, you know? Yeah, but yeah. if people say where I'm from, I don't even say Canada. Yeah, I don't say I'm Ghanaian. But you know what I've realized, though? When you go to certain places, don't, like, Ghanaian people or older Ghanaian people are the first people to tell you you're Canadian. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. yeah. My parents say that, too. They yeah. were like, you're Canadian. Are you Canadian? This is your country. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm born here, but that's, I don't look... You know, exactly. but when so. things go left, they're the first to say, "Well, hey, you have roots. You're Ghanaian, <laughs> like you know, like yeah. don't don't act like you're Canadian." Yeah, yeah. You know? that's true. So, yeah, for sure. So, how did you get into comedy? <laughs> so, um, let's see. So, from like 2012 to 2016, I was at Ryerson. I was playing basketball. Mm-hmm. 
Mm. And then mm. um, afterwards, during that time, I think like 2016 times, I was starting to notice like I would watch a lot of videos like uh, Rennie specifically. Mm. I was, like Rennie started getting popped in yeah. and he would basically just be in his room just not doing much, yeah. you know, but I found it hilarious. Yeah. Right. And I'm just like, yo, so I spoke, I spoke to my friends. I was like, yo, we should do this. Mm. You know, we mm. should make a few videos, whatever, and put them out. But I guess people didn't have the same vision that I had. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, you know, eventually I'm going to just do it. You know, so I asked my friend, like, oh, what camera should I get? I ended up buying a GoPro. And then I started shooting a bunch of random videos. They were terrible. <laughs> <laughs> they were terrible. But at that time, you know, like, people weren't really making good videos. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. the competition wasn't really, like, that heavy, in yeah. a sense. You know? So, I was putting out those, like, GoPro videos, like, randomly here and there. And um, originally, I was even reluctant to even put it out. Mm-hmm. Again, because... I wasn't a person. I didn't really like social media. I'm not really like a social media person, even mm-hmm. though I am. So, I am on social media, but naturally, I wasn't a social media person. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is not really for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not into the buying things and pretending to be someone. Yeah, that sort of stuff. So I was just like, this is a bit more in my lane because I do like to make people laugh. I do like laughing. I enjoy laughing a lot. Um, but and I felt like this was something that was very easy for me to do because I'm just gonna be myself mm-hmm. and then put that out. So around 2016. I put out my first video that was like in December, like maybe like a few weeks before my dad's birthday or whatever. I put out my first video. It did decent. It was like a video about, um, what was the first video? It was Signal. It was mm. a video on Signal. So I put that out and that one, that one hit. Like, you know, in terms of like, you know, with a small following, like, yeah. I was like, yeah, like, yo, people are feeling it. Everyone's like, yo, this is funny. This is funny. I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And I had, I had shot two videos. Sorry, so, what, what year was this? 2016, yeah. December 2016. Oh, okay. Yeah, December 2016. I shot the video maybe like October because I graduated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I graduated in um, like October, September, some sometime around there from Ryerson. And then after um, I like I I'd seen Rennie like mm-hmm. on things, I'm like, okay, let me shoot a video that's like kind of like similar to that. Like I use the Godfather mu- Godfather music, and then um, I sh- I'll just show people around the school like, oh yeah, look look what's on my phone, and, you know, like like that, like. <laughs> How people act like, yeah, when people have like new music, or whatever, like, oh, take yeah. this in, take this in, yeah. Yeah, yeah, watch that. People are laughing, I'm like, okay, cool, people are rocking with it. So, December 20, oh, then my cousin, um, Eve, was basically, um, she was doing like her own YouTube thing at that time. So, when she came to like my graduation, like little gathering, whatever, I was showing her on my computer, like, yo, you see this? Like, you know, like, yo, check this out, check this out. And then, um, she's like, yeah, this is dope, like, you know, so I put it out mm-hmm. December 2016, and then that got like a good reaction. And then, um, but at that time, I still wasn't thinking about making videos. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking about playing basketball. Like, that was just my goal. Mm-hmm. Like, you know? So I was just like, all right, cool. I'm just going to do this. I did this, like, one time, whatever. I had, like, two videos. Two or three videos. I put that out. And after, like, I think a month later or something, I put out my second video, which I did with my younger brother, where it was um, my <laughs> my brother was basically me as a kid asking uh, my dad to uh, buy him new shoes. Mm-hmm. Because growing up, like, you only get... You get like one pair of shoes. Yeah, you know I, mean? I know you use those shoes. Yeah, yeah, back to school. Yeah, you get two pairs of shoes. <laughs> your shoes for like your back to school, yeah. and then one nice dress shoe. Yes, yeah. that's it. You know, so I was like, all right, cool. If this is the case, like I want to also like bring it up like in a video because I feel yeah. like people might be able to relate to it. Yeah. So I made that video, and then um, it was pretty much like he's like, oh, I need some new shoes or whatever. He's like, what do you need that for? Yeah, it's terribly done. It's a very bad video. <laughs> Like, the concept was good, yeah. but the way the video looked was terrible. The way I even, like, was presenting myself, like, I had, like, a good posture in terms of how I was sitting in the chair, but mm-hmm. in terms of, like, how I um, executed it, it was it was, it was, it was poo, bad, you yeah. know? It was poo. Like, even the, the way the video looked, like, had the GoPro, like, fishbowl or fish... Mm-hmm. Fish eye. eye. Fish eye lens, yeah. 
right? So I was just like, oh, this looks terrible. But I put it out, right? Yeah. I put it out in January or whatever. Some people, they enjoyed it. And I was like, okay, cool. Man's are, man's are feeling what I'm doing. All right, cool, cool, cool. Then I put out a few other videos, and it was not hitting. And I was like, oh, damn. Like, <laughs> you know? And then I, it, it taught me something, like, in a sense of, like, people, when people then, when you're starting to rewire the way people perceive you, mm. people get a bit uncomfortable because they don't really know what are you doing, yeah. right? Mm. So they don't really know how to react. So then now it comes down to you. You have to understand, are you, do you feel like you're doing the right thing, mm. right? So then... Another thing you also, you also be critical of what you're doing as well, because sometimes you're just trash, right? Mm-hmm. But you don't deep it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. what I was putting out, I was putting out, <laughs> I put out those two good videos, right? Yeah. Uh, concept wise, then I put out a lot of like trash videos where there was no real concept to it. It mm-hmm. was just uh, sheer stupidity, you mm-hmm. know. And um, people weren't rocking with it again because you're, especially when you're trying to grow something, you need there has to be some sort of logic where you can really tap into people. And then when people really understand what you're doing then you can kind of get a bit more creative in terms of like the concept of, and bringing more abstract ideas in mm-hmm. because now people are like, okay, cool, I see the way you think and I can understand the genius behind what you're putting out mm-hmm. versus when you initially try and do it, when you have no audience, you're you're dealing with the people that have a certain perception of you already, right? Some people, they know me as, okay, you're the finance student. Some people know me as, oh, yo, you're the hooper. Mm-hmm. So they'll look at me like, yo, I don't understand why you're acting yeah. like this, mm-hmm. right? So you have to kind of like, find now this is your demographic that you're dealing with this is the audience you're dealing with you got to figure out what is it that connects all of us what is it that connected me to this person that connected me to that person connected me to this person because your audience is the media people who've actually met you in real life mm. Mm. your first thousand people or whatever so that means that means that i have to cater my content then to things that i've lived mm. or things that i've seen personally because then everyone around me has those same lived experiences, mm-hmm. has those same moments. Mm-hmm. And then that's when I started to realize, like, okay, cool, like this, this could work. Like, you know, when I had like, I think, I forgot what my first, I guess, big Toronto video was, um, I do my younger brother, I think I, I put him in a barber chair uh, and then a hood man comes in and then he slaps him with the chair, something like that. Mm-hmm. And then people are rocking with that. And then after, um, even no, even before that, I had, a, I had like a few other hood man videos. And after, um, but then, the people who liked it were like, like, <laughs> were like certain mans liked. It. I don't want to specify where they're from, or whatever. But certain types of mans they liked yeah, those yeah, videos, yeah. right? So they're telling me, yo, you gotta keep making those videos. But they weren't really getting a lot of interaction. Yeah. Mm. But then those people were not really on social media to really comment. Mm-hmm. They're just more so like they're watching it and they're enjoying it. So I was getting that type of feedback. I'm like, okay, cool. These videos are dope. And so I'm gonna keep on going with these videos. And when I started doing the African videos, a lot of people then were relating to the African videos as well. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like people like the. The, the Ghanaian dad, in, uh, what do you call it, videos. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, let me keep these going as well. And just, you know, up the quality in a sense. Yeah. And then be more well thought out. So I'll basically try and fuse everything because it's, when I see like that, like, uh, I have to be careful how I say this. <laughs> when I see, when I see like, um, other creators, I guess like in different parts of the world do certain things, it's like very, um, I don't think it's sometimes not very well thought out, mm-hmm. right? So like, or it's lazy or whatever. So when they put out certain things, I realize like, okay, cool. Like this is just more so like it's almost like an imitation of what other people are doing, mm-hmm. right? Versus really bringing in what their own personal experiences. It's almost like they're researching mm. these people, you know? Like, and like if you're not really African, you can go and research everything we do. You can watch my video and figure out what it goes on in the African yeah. home and then recreate it yourself, yeah. right? So, but then I'm like, all right, I want to I want to make this as authentic to me. So I'd introduce like things like certain types of music that I'm listening to or elements from shows that I watch and place it in an African mm. concept. Mm. And people are like, why is that Why is that there? And that builds that intrigue, mm. 
mm-hmm. right? Or I put it in a certain moment, it's like, okay, cool, I like this. Like, I, but for it's more so for me because I'm watching like, ha, 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 ha. like mm-hmm. I, I like this, you know. And then when people start commenting like, oh snap, like I just realized this is from this show, or this is this opening or whatever, like this is from this wrestling character or whatever. And I'm like, oh snap, people are actually really picking up on these small things. Mm-hmm. So I noticed that okay, the community is really starting to form. Mm. Based on what I was doing, but your question was when I started uh, making uh, <laughs> videos. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, when I started making videos. It was uh, December twenty sixteen, and what got me into it was I was literally watching Rennie and seeing like, oh, I probably could do this as well. Yeah. And then I ended up doing it. You know. Well, speaking of Rennie, who were some of your inspirations? Mm-hmm. More on more so like the OGs, like those those uh, comedians. Who were some of your inspirations? Even your African. Up? comedians yeah, too not too. just the ones that's who are like american canadian because i know those are just like the first go-to but i'm, yeah. I'm sure there's probably a lots of like ones yeah. that resemble in your culture that you look up to um so it's <laughs> when it comes to like comedy um i could say like these celebrities and whatnot right but it's not really mainly like celebrities it's more so people that are around me mm. right again because i don't think i'm the funniest person i really don't find myself that funny like, people laugh. I mean, but when you watch it back, <laughs> you'd be like, ew, I could have done better than that. So you critique yourself more than yeah, liking what you do. Yeah, you know? So I feel like when I see people's reaction, like, oh, okay, cool, maybe this was funny. <laughs> you know? Or I'll, I'll think in my head, like, yeah, this is kind of dumb. Like, maybe I should There's make no this. way I don't believe you're funny. No, In you high school or, or elementary school, you have to be the funniest in the class. No, people will consider me funny, but I never think I'm the funniest Because you're probably naturally funny. Maybe that's what it is. Like, mm. you know? So, and again, like, I, I as you said earlier, like, I'm very, like, uh maybe monotone or whatever, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. he says, why? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? So when I do something that's out of the norm, it's like, oh, okay, that's hilarious. Like, why are you doing that, you know? Or, but then sometimes people, they'll look at me online and think that when I'm like this, they think I'm upset or whatever. But mm. in terms of inspirations, um, it's more so like my cousins, you know? Like, my cousins are funny. Like, like when I say they're funny, I don't even, I, don't, I can't even put in words, like, my cousin's funny, my sister's funny, even my little bro's funny, my parents are funny, you know? And then people I've met at church, are funny like you know like mm. the friends i have around me are very funny so i feel like i'm more so like a thief of them like <laughs> more than anything you know like i'm just an, i'm just embodying like i'm a confusion of them in a sense and that's i'm just embodying real, different characteristics real. from them so i'll say they're more so my inspiration in terms of like work ethic i do like kevin hart because i like the way he works mm. and I, I used to find him hilarious i still find him funny but like his early stuff i used to find so fun like i'd watch on youtube and stuff and be dying um bernie mac uh, in terms of like creating skits and stuff, Key and Peel. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd say like Key and Peel or like like Mad TV. I'll tell you that's mm-hmm. like a heavy inspiration. Mad wow. TV. I was just watching that literally like I think a few days, like rewatching like it. And yeah. I was like, wow, this is actually, it's just like simple comedy. Like, yeah, but not it's not like involved too much in it. But the thing is, they can't do that today. In today's climate, uh, <laughs> no, they can't no do way. that. No you way. Know? But there's a lot of stuff on <laughs> I'm not even going to say what I find funny in there, but, you know, like, there's a lot of stuff that I'm like, yo, this is so funny, mm-hmm. but they could not do that in today's uh, climate. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but Mad TV and Living Color, um, Ooh, it's more so, more so, like, shows that yeah, I yeah, found, yeah. like, inspiration from, like, you know? Yeah. Like, okay, cool, like, this is kind of dope. Jimmy Fox show. Um, yeah, I said, already said Bernie Mac. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, all of those, like, things that we grew up watching, Fresh Prince, I feel like every black man is... A rip off of Fresh Prince in some yeah, in some form, you know. He did raise a lot of us. So, you know? Spe- speaking about your mono being monotone, when I first met you a couple weeks ago at yeah. basketball, in my head I said, "Is this guy really like this?" <laughs> like you know. So here, let me tell the people no, a story. Ahead, so yeah. I we're sitting down after a game or something like that, and then 
I don't even know how the conversation started. I'll tell you the story. I don't even know how it started. I think I asked you how old you were or something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, he asked you how old I was. <laughs> and then, but the way he was asking his questions, like, it was genuine. Mm-hmm. I said, ah, isn't this guy the funny guy? Yeah. Like, you know, even when he's playing ball, it's just, like, regular. Yeah. I said, isn't this guy the funny guy? How come he's not the loudest in the room? Like, you know? I mean, I don't really like the loudest in the room. But it was interesting to see that his demeanor was like that. Mm-hmm. Like, it was very interesting to see that you weren't... Because sometimes you think... Instagram comedians or comedians they're are just loud, like, they're, they're loud or like, they're trying to pump out their chest like or even when they're playing basketball like they're, they're the big bad wolf on the court but it was total opposite <sighs> humble comedian like humble like when you meet like that type of person where like you meet in person you're like yeah. wow this person is very like calm like mm-hmm. down to earth that's, that's actually dope. Because when I met dope. you, I think the first time with, with Toby and stuff yeah, like at that. His, at his birthday, yeah. You had a, like just a warm demeanor to you too. So mm-hmm. it's like I like the way where it's not like you had to show off like what you did or whatever. It was just like you being you and you being your actual personality. So yeah, I like that. You know, but I think that's there are people like that though. Mm-hmm. You know, and I've I've met them. <laughs> and it's kind of weird, like, you know, I feel like again, everyone has their own um life experiences yeah. you know and i feel like sometimes when people are growing up they don't get certain attention growing up mm. so when they get to a certain point now they're the numbers and stuff like that it's a digital era so it kind of inflates their head mm. it makes them feel like they're somebody they're not mm. you know at the end of the day you sleep at night knowing what your problems are you sleep at night knowing what your insecurities are so it's, there's no need to come outside and now i'm trying and <laughs> you know impose you know trying to worsen someone else's insecurities mm-hmm. you know i feel like i've always just been like that like even when I play basketball or whatever, I'm trying to always... I look at basketball again like a tool. Mm. Where a lot of people, they, they come on the basketball court and they become dickheads. Mm-hmm. And they start, you know, insulting people, this, other third. If you're better than someone, that person knows. Mm. You don't have to, you know, put the salt in the wound. Mm-hmm. You know, but some people, they feel like they need to do that stuff to other people in order to boost their own ego. Mm-hmm. But while you're doing that, you're bringing someone else down. So I feel like if, you know what I mean? Like again, if you don't know who I am, that's cool. If you know who I am, that's cool as well. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. Like, it's not my it's not my job to like to force you to like me. That's Whether facts. you like me or you don't like me, that's your own problem. It's your own prerogative. Mm-hmm. So I'm not trying to be something I'm not. And I realize that for social media, a lot of people they try to impersonate or they try to become what they see as successful. But success is very ba- it's based on yourself. You know what I mean? Like it's based on whatever you find um, find value in. So a person's success could be within family. Some people's success is within money. Some people's success is within women or, or guys. You know what I mean? So it comes down to each individual, and I feel like it's very subjective when it comes down to what success is. So I feel like just remain humble and just remain cool. Like, just, you know, just be yourself. Be like, yourself. Yeah, my favorite rapper was, like, the calmest person. My favorite player was the, the calmest person, mm-hmm. which was Tracy McGrady, and then my favorite rapper was Fabulous. Mm-hmm. And I also like Jadakiss. But, you know, they're very calm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Very calm, you know, very calm people. So, again, I'm, like, an embodiment of whatever I like, you mm-hmm. know? So, yeah. Yeah. So, as a comedian, like, what do you think the difficulties, like, are in the city of Toronto? And, like, mm-hmm. just being in and seeing day-to-day life, what do you think? Um, I, would, I would say, like, maybe, like, the support, maybe. Hmm. A lot of people say the support, eh? Even Terrence that's a Penny, constant, he was that's like, That's a the constant support. theme in the city, the yeah. support. I'll say the support, but then <laughs> I kind of understand it in a sense, like, like what you were saying earlier, but, like, you don't know me based off of, like, you don't know me as an individual. All you know me is based off of what mm-hmm. you see on social media, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I guess people might be thinking, like, I don't want to follow this guy because it might boost his ego or whatever mm-hmm. or something, you know? But... I look at it like this too. Like sometimes if you like something and you want to see something from your city be successful, you would support it. Right. Exactly. But at the same time, like 
Again, you can't force someone to support anything they don't like. But my only issue is that if you do like it, why are you not supporting it? If you don't like it, it's cool. It's true, I think it's. I think it's honestly the competition because Toronto's like a small hub and it's like, okay, so if you're successful, like there's only a few of us that come out of here. But if Mm. you go to the US, like there's a spot for everybody. Like, you know, there's bigger corporations. There's lots of everything. Like, let's just say a gas station, like... You have like four, like probably like fifty Everybody's in like eating. a mile. Like everybody has Everybody's their own eating, space to exactly. do what they want to do. But in Toronto, it's like if you come up, it's like wow, like <laughs> yeah. you but, know. So I don't know, but you know, <laughs> I feel like so in terms of that, like one competition is like that's everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. Competition is a given. Anything you do in life is always gonna be competition. Even if you have siblings, you're competing. Sometimes you're competing for your parents' affection. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so like competition is like a given, mm-hmm. but when it comes down to like, yo, if you like something, it's just simple. Like you just support it. Mm-hmm. And on top of that too, sometimes people are like in their own mind, they're creating competition for themselves. That doesn't exist. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll give an example, like me creating like comedic videos. A lot of people can make comedic videos. Mm-hmm. It's You just got a camera, you get a phone, and you make a video. It doesn't have to be the same way I do it, mm-hmm. but the, you can create it in a way that people are still going to enjoy, just creating content. Mm-hmm. But we're not in the same lane, right? Mm-hmm. The way I look at my videos, it doesn't. I don't look at my videos the same way a person on TikTok is making their videos, mm-hmm. right? And that person who might just be ranting, I'm not looking at my videos the same way that they're doing their videos. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different lane. But people don't, they create the competition in their own head, making it feel like, okay, cool, if I support this person, it's going to bring me down. It doesn't bring you down. It doesn't affect you. Because think about, again, we've all hated on someone at a point. Like that's, yeah, I mean, it's part of human nature. But you have to look at yourself and be like, why, are you, why do you feel negative about the situation? And you have to check yourself. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it comes down to you're not putting in the work. You know what I mean? So sometimes you guys might look at someone else's podcast and be like, okay, cool. This person's podcast is doing all these numbers, but they're doing less work to your eyes, right? You might be like, oh, this person's doing all these numbers, but why aren't we getting the same type of numbers? And we're doing this. We're up. But then you don't know what that person's struggle was or you don't know how much maybe that person was writing for years, all their stuff. And then now they finally decide to put out the work. Yeah. And then you're comparing yourself to that. You don't know what someone else's journey is. Right. So for me, like I would say the biggest thing is the support. Because I remember I had one situation where I was hooping and like, uh, you know, I was, I was having a good day, you know. So this guy came he's like, yo, I know I know who you are. Because normally that's how it starts. They don't really say people don't say nothing to me until like because I try to keep up doing it. I don't play basketball. Right. But. Like, they'll be like, oh, yo, I, I know you are. Like, you know, I see your videos. I, I like what you're doing. Ah, ah, ah. Toronto, you know? Ah, ah, I see what you're doing, you know? Like, all right, bless. Thank you, mm-hmm. you know? And they'll be like, oh, yeah. But I'm like, oh, so you're following? Mm-hmm. They'll be, like, mm-hmm. be like, nah, I don't follow. I don't follow. I'm like, oh. I'm like, why? why? I mean, you, you like it. So you like why? it, why? He's like, you know, but I see it, though. I see it, though. I'm like, oh, why okay. So? Yeah. You know? And it's, you always have those awkward situations, but it's like, at a point, like, at first I used to get bent, like, you know, because before, like, you're just starting. So you're like, yo, I need you to support. I need Support, yeah. Now it's like, bro, you don't want to support. It doesn't matter to me because there are people who do support. There are people who do enjoy yeah. what I'm doing, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're the one outcast who doesn't, that's cool with you. Like, you know, I'm going to just have to search for the people that are yeah, yeah, similar-minded. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And yeah. that way, when you build a community like that, you don't get canceled that easily. Mm-hmm. Because the people are more like-minded, they're more with you, they're more, you know, they're cool with your journey, yeah. in a sense. It's not, like, forced. Exactly. Like, just, like, they naturally act like you, so they'll support you. So, exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, even myself, I'm not going to lie, I have to put myself on the spot. Mm. But even myself, I, w- I would do that. I would like someone's page, mm. go to their page, but don't follow. Mm. Like, you know, and 
and I would have to check myself like sometimes like no no it's just a follow like yeah. I think like maybe two years ago I was in that like I don't want to follow this guy because I don't want to yeah. maybe ruin my uh, algorithm algorithm, <laughs> algorithm following 600 <laughs> yeah, yeah. followers 500 yeah, yeah. you know but it's like I like you so I'm gonna follow you like yeah. you know I'm gonna post your thing on the story because I like it yeah and now that we're creating content now I know how it is you know how it feels yeah. now yeah. I know how it feels yeah, yeah, it's like yeah. bro just like the yeah. thing like you see me and you say yeah listen to your podcast okay so are you liking are you, I know, yeah, you're, a a ghost, you're a ghost follower you're a ghost follower you know, it's ghost? an awkward moment yeah. you know? you're just like oh yeah you see okay have you seen my videos yeah I mean yeah. and yeah. they're just like okay um, should you follow it's like an awkward moment of like what yeah. do you do at that point? Do you tell yeah. them to follow? Is it like a forced thing? Like, oh, leave okay, it up follow. to God. Yeah, yeah. I, I just, just be like, oh, okay, you like it, cool. Yeah, I more so just so. I more so put it like, okay, so you don't want to see me succeed, okay? <laughs> you know, you like it, but you don't want to see me succeed. Yeah, and like, cause people always be like, yo, I don't know why you're not on this, why you're not. On... But you have to understand, like, to you, I might be the funniest person, but to another person, they're probably just looking at the numbers. Yeah, right. And the people who are putting you in position sometimes they're not looking at if you're funny or not, cause they don't understand your comedy. They want to see does your community understand your comedy? Because your mm. community, is, your stuff is not for everybody. Your content's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's for a certain specific audience, and that's up to you to find those people, right? And you gotta focus in on those people and make sure that you're providing value to those people. We have to get you there as a community, as yeah. as people in our city. We have to get him there. That's how it is. Everybody yeah, that me popped, give me there. <laughs> everybody that yeah, popped, yeah. Their, their city got it's behind true. them and pushed yeah. them. So if you want to see man's win, we got to do the same thing. Yeah. So speaking about work and stuff like that, you appeared in a show, Next Stop, right? Yeah, yeah, Next yeah. Stop. How is that experience? And is that a lane you're trying to go into? The you're acting act? lane? Yeah, like what's the lane you're trying <laughs> to go into? Um, so with that, that was dope. That was actually like a, a really cool experience. Like uh, I believe like the majority of people on the set were black. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was, it was cool to see that. At first, I didn't even know it was going to be like that you know mm-hmm. I, I didn't know it was gonna be like i guess that production. Big production yeah yeah so i remember when the person reached out to me um i was just like okay yeah sure why not like you know i seen like some stuff yeah and um i had seen someone who was supporting me like the reason i said yes i see someone who was supporting me involved mm-hmm. right i was like oh snap i might get a chance to meet this person through this you know so i'm like you know what? i want to meet this person cool and then I'm just like, all right, cool. This is a good way for me to meet. I didn't think it was a big thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like a quick situation, mm-hmm. like, you know? And then there was this big, we had like a, we had to do like Zoom rehearsals because during COVID. Yeah. Um, or Google Meets, whatever. And then um, when we got there for the actual, like, production, I was like, yo, this is, this is nuts. You know? Easy, like, yeah. I was like, yo, this is actually, it's actually crazy. Like, yeah. in, a, in terms of like, and then I just made me think back to, I'm like, yo, me making videos put me in this position, mm. you know? And I look at life like sometimes you just gotta start. Like even when I was um I was playing basketball at Ryerson, like I didn't play rep basketball, I didn't play no OBA, AU, that stuff. I was literally just playing at the park. Like, wow. you know? Wow. I was playing at the park, go to school, and I didn't I only played basketball in high school at grade 10, 11, 12. I didn't mm-hmm. play in grade nine, because my, my dad wanted me to focus on school. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um but I didn't make the team. I didn't try out, but I made the team in grade mm. nine. But um <laughs> I was yeah, I only got I was only allowed to play in 10, 11, and 12. So that's three years, pretty much, yeah. of basketball experience. Like, in comparison to other people, that that means you don't really have a lot of experience, and everything yeah. else is at the park. Yeah. So I was really like self-taught, but I but my mentality is more so like if you put in the work and you put in enough hours, and you just like you trust your process, and you also like critically analyze yourself, it will put you in a position where you can have an opportunity to do something. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Of mm-hmm. course, it's gonna be barriers that you can't 
mm-hmm. overstep, but you have to make the most of each situation mm-hmm. and be open-minded to seeing different avenues at the same time. Mm-hmm. So in terms of like me saying I would want to become an actor, I don't know. You know, like mm-hmm. I do enjoy acting. I do, but I also do enjoy making content for myself. And I do see the pros and the cons in terms of like building your brand. Like when you're on a, when you're acting, let's say on a, in a bigger production or on a big show, mm-hmm. because again, people like to do, um, it's almost like a, a cosign in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. If you're, as I say, cosign or a cosign? Cosign, cosign. I said cosign, right? Yeah, I just yeah. make sure I didn't blend the two words. <laughs> yeah, it's a cosign in a sense, right? <laughs> it's a cosign. But no, no, it's a cosign in a sense. And um, pretty much like, People like to see that you're doing big things in a sense mm-hmm. where like, oh, snap, you're doing something that I don't even know how to even do. So now they support. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's also that like public perception perception game that you're playing with people as well when you're doing certain things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, in terms of like for myself, I just like to keep my life diversified. Like mm-hmm. I like to do many things at once. So like professionally, I'm a teacher, like creatively as my output. I create content, mm-hmm. you know, and then at times I also like to play basketball, like, you know, so I kind of more so moved basketball to like the back because I felt like my whole life up until like, let's say 23 mm-hmm. was all basketball. It all mm-hmm. revolved around basketball. Right. Mm-hmm. So I look at my mind and I say, what do I really know about the world mm-hmm. outside of basketball? Mm-hmm. And you think about it for a lot of like black youth, a lot of black men, we don't know much outside of basketball. You tell someone <laughs> to look at analytics for a basketball game, they can break down everything. Yeah. Third analytic, like, you know, like I'm talking about uh, assist to turnover ratio, <laughs> everything else you know what i mean like mm-hmm. things you don't really need in the real world you know but then people kind of like get lost in that and they don't think about what else is there outside of basketball the identity is filled with basketball our identity is so stuck to basketball. the nba yeah. i want to yeah reach. yeah you know yeah. and then it gets to the point where now you're like 30 and no knock to anyone who's 30 chasing the dream like you know what i mean you gotta yeah. do whatever makes you happy yeah. right but you get to a certain point where it's like yo when you realize like maybe this is not working out, mm-hmm. what do you do with your life now? And then depression can can slip in mm-hmm. because the idle mind is the devil's playground, right? Mm-hmm. And when you have no, let's say, tangible skills that you can translate to the workforce, yeah. you're now looking at yourself like, what do I bring to this world? What what, what do I bring of value? Yeah. Right. So for me, it's more so just a matter of me trying to challenge myself, especially right now because I'm I'm fortunate to have both my parents um, still alive. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. So it's just a matter of taking advantage yeah. of the opportunity that I have. You don't black black people don't have many different um things are given to us yeah. you know so whatever small thing that you do have that is in your favor your parents may not be rich or whatever but if they're there or they're involved you can use their you can take their information yeah. and see how that can better improve your life you know what i mean another thing too is also talking to older people like you guys are here in the church you know you guys can speak to the people who are in the church mm-hmm. and get their life experience when did they get into their career when did they start how long did it take them to get to this point a lot of times we're looking at people and we're comparing our, our today to their 50 years mm. of life. Like, you'll be like, oh, I don't have a Benz. That guy's 50, he has a Benz. Yeah. When yeah. did he get his Benz? At 45 maybe, right? Mm. Or sometimes, but then also you might be comparing yourself to a person who has it right now, but you don't know the type of work that they put in or even how they funded it, right? Yeah. So I feel like for me, in terms of like the lane that I'm choosing, it's more so my goal is more so just to, to live a full life, to more so diversify my life and then do different mm. things, challenge myself professionally, challenge myself creatively. You know, and then also like try and find ways to stay active, you know, mm-hmm. and find different interests because I feel like, you know, you could lose your legs at any moment. Real and then, and then, and then what are you, you going to do? Who are you? You know, that's and so true. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so that's more so what it is. Sorry. So like I we talked about a little stuff before we started the podcast and mm-hmm. how you went to Pentecost and stuff. Oh, like it's Presby. That. Presby, Presby, sorry, yeah, Presby, okay, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Presby guys, but Presby all day, Presby all day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> talk a little bit about that. But 
now that you're older, how do you find your faith? Like, is it, do you find it harder mm. or do you find it a little bit easier because you, you feel like you're a bit more wise? So how do you find your faith right now, especially if you've been through COVID and lockdown? And I feel, I feel like more so, like I feel like my mom is what um, really strengthens my faith, you know? Mm. Like, I feel like, again, as a Christian, you know, you always have moments where you waver and that mm. sort of stuff. And I feel like, again, like I feel, as a kid, because I was forced to go to church, like at a point, like you feel like you become distant. It's like you want to get away. It's like, yo, I've been doing yeah. this for so yes. long. Yeah. Like mm. I put in too many hours. Like, you know, <laughs> I go to Sun school yeah, every yeah, week. Yeah. So it's like, I want to get away. But then I feel like when things go well in life, usually it's like when you're focused on God. Like, you know what I mean? Like, when you're just like literally sitting down, you're reflecting, you're praying, you're more mindful. Like, things just seem to go. You're more relaxed. You don't get, mm. you're not angered, not easily angered. You know, I even like, example, we'll use like the runs, for example. Mm. Like, people will come there and they could get bent and upset. And I'm like, this is not that deep. It's but not, it's just like, just I'm going home, I'm, I'm just going to sleep. We can yeah. play tomorrow. It's yeah. okay. This, this is <laughs> not that <laughs> What the hell is wrong? I'm going to look like, yo. Bro, I'm going home, dog. Like, it's I'm, another you know, day. It's another day. It's like, another you know, day, yeah. Yeah. it's not that deep. You yeah. know what I mean? This is not going to take you to the NBA. Yeah. So you need to relax, you know? If you're a young guy, it's completely yeah, different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if you're 19 there playing, I guess yeah. all the guys, every day is a workout. Yeah. This is part of your grind. But, yo, I'm, I'm 26, like, you know? So this is not a... It's not. I'm not gonna lose my my lose myself mm-hmm. for a situation. And I feel like that comes again with being prayerful, being mindful, and having being anchored in something. I feel like that's a lot, another thing a lot of people are missing is they're not anchored in any type of faith. Mm-hmm. You know, I know it's like a lot of people, um, they're just living by their own accord, right? Mm-hmm. When you when you live by your own accord, you have no structure, you have no discipline, you don't know, <laughs> you don't really know what you're gonna be doing with your life in a sense. You know, mm-hmm. but when you do have some sort of structure, you have some sort of discipline in your life, like. You understand why certain things happen, mm-hmm. in a sense, or and even if you don't understand it, like you have something to fall back on, and that's the point of faith, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well said. So with that, like when we create content, we create a lot of content, and sometimes it just gets like tiring. Every day you're just like, "What do I do next?" So do you ever get burnt out, like coming up with new ideas or new content to put out? Um. Yeah. Um. Burnt out. I think we all get burnt out, but. I think it's, it's relative, like, you know, like, my mm-hmm. burnt out might not be, like, someone else's burnt out, like, you know? So, for me, I feel like I have a good pacing, like, system mentally, mm-hmm. because I'm not, again, I'm not, it all comes down to why are you creating content, right? If you're trying to create content to, like, again, for your, again, this, for me, like, <laughs> this is not my self-identity. Like, I don't, again, people have a perception of mm-hmm. who I am, but this doesn't reflect who I am. To me, it's just, like, a small fraction, right? So, I'm not, um, my whole life is not tied to social media. Mm-hmm. So in terms of like me making content, I'm not in like, oh, I need to go, go, yeah. go, 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 go. Like I need to, to pump out a hundred. something that you just enjoy naturally. People think you're in the basement out. cooking up 24 <laughs> seven. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I would think that with the amount of yeah. videos that you put yeah. out, like this guy yeah. is like planning every day. No, no, no. good so, thing that you said that though. Yeah. Yeah. And people don't know that, right? Yeah. People, so again, it's all based on, you have to find your comfort, your yeah. comfort zone. And of course, at times you got to push yourself again because I want to push myself creatively. Mm-hmm. I'm going to find moments where I'm like, okay, cool. I feel like I haven't challenged myself yet. Let me see if I can do this, mm-hmm. right? But um, for the most part, a lot of things are like situational. Like, let's say I have a situation that happens here. Like, I'll be like, okay, cool. This is a funny situation. And I'll just sit on it. And then maybe like in two weeks, I'll be like, okay, was it really that funny? Mm-hmm. And if I still find it funny, like two weeks later, I'm like, okay, let me turn it into a video. Mm-hmm. Right? So like, I like as- that. Because it's not like you rush yeah. to like do your content. You yeah. actually like, 
is this going to be actually good? Like, or yeah. am I just putting out content because yeah. I need to meet a deadline or people want to see me? Yeah. You know, so there yeah. are times, of course, I've done that. Like, you know, I'm not going to say I've never done that. There are times I've put out videos where I'm like, oh, I got to put that out, mm-hmm. you know? But I feel like also at that time, I felt I felt like it was funny or more so if it's a rant. Mm-hmm. It'll be like, okay, this is on the moment. This is like, I it feel has this. To come out. Yeah, I feel this way yeah. right now. Like, you know, so let me say it right now. And I look at it like, this is not that funny. Like, why do I have this out? <laughs> but um, in terms of like skits, I'm more so like sit back and I think about the skits. I'm like, okay, cool. Is this going to be worth my time and my energy to do this? You know? Mm-hmm. And, like, am I going to enjoy watching this? Because sometimes I sit back, I just watch my own videos. Like, I just, <laughs> I just like, I'll sit down, I just watch my own stuff. Like, yeah, 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 yeah like, I like that. <laughs> like, you know? And, like, it might not be immediately, it might not be, like, the week after. Mm-hmm. But, like, let's say, like, months. Then I'll be, like, I'll start going through, like, oh, yeah, I made that. Like, wow. And I'll be, like, how did I even make that? It's kind of like watching, like, your old highlights. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like, like you know, probably when you watch mm-hmm. yourself, like, Cause what, how old are you at? Like, 23 or whatever? 23. 23. So maybe if you watch a video of you playing ball at 20, yeah. like, holy, my I do that are, sometimes. My like, high yeah. school highlights. Yeah, I'm like, holy, yeah. how did I even do that? You're yeah. starting to like wonder like, how did I do that? Yeah. You know, how did I even do that move? Like, I was so skinny. What the hell? Yeah, <laughs> how, yeah, how did that happen? You know? So I feel like sometimes I do that like just to watch and be like, oh, okay, cool. This Gross. is actually sick. You Gross, know? So more yeah. so creating like my own catalog for myself and just, um, and going that way. But in terms of like burning out, I feel like it's just all about pacing yourself. And then also, like, working in seasons. When you watch a TV show, the, the TV show doesn't run unless certain shows do. But for most shows that are, like, really big, like Power, mm-hmm. Snowfall, Game of Thrones, they have seasons, right? So they work within seasons. So you, yeah. you work for, let's say, a certain uh, period of time, then you chill out for a bit. And mm-hmm. you use that more like a, a thinking period. Mm-hmm. You know, analyze how do people react to this type of content and then reflect on it and be like, okay, cool, this is working, this is not working. And you drop some of this and then you, you move on, you know? So how how did it feel? I got a couple more questions or a couple last questions. How did it feel when you got your first like ten thousand views? Ten thousand views. I don't even think I know when I got my ten, first ten thousand views. To wow. be honest with you, yeah. <laughs> Again, because again, like um, for me, I more so look at like the impact. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when I look at like the comments, like you know, and people are like commenting like crazy mm. and stuff like that, I'm like, holy, like. People are really enjoying this. In terms oh, of views, okay. I don't, I don't like even oh, look okay, at the views okay, like okay, that. Okay, okay, you know, okay, okay. I don't even look at the likes. Like, mm. yeah, so I more so look at, like, the comments, like, who's really interacting with it when people are sharing it and stuff like that. And I'm like, yo, this is actually dope. Like, people are actually really rocking with it because it's easy to like something. It's Very. easy to view something. Yeah, you but know, them comments view, really the comments, speak, yeah. They really more so speak because like, people are actually, like, quoting stuff from the video or, like, they're yeah. talking about specific moments in the video. And I'm like, yo, this is actually dope yeah. to see that, you know? So that in terms of 10,000 views, I have no clue. Like, I don't even, I don't even know, like, you know, I, in terms of followers, I can tell you, like, I was, I was amped. Like, when I got, like, 10,000 followers, I was like, ah, ha, ha, say the word. <laughs> but human nature, yeah. right? Yeah. It's like, you get something new, you're happy for, like, maybe a few days or whatever. Yeah, really and then after, good. then you're on to next. What's next? Yeah. yeah. Right? What can I do next? How can I push myself again? So, you're not, so when I realized that, I'm like, I'm not really focused too much on the vein metrics. Mm. I'm more so focused on, like, how am I impacting people? How am I um, relating to people? How are people you know, being positively affected by these videos, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, it makes it easy. Plus, it makes yeah. it easier on your mental. Yeah. Because again, I'm not going to say like I was never thinking like that. Yeah, you know, yeah, also yeah. I'll be lying to you. You know what I'm trying yeah. to say? But at a certain point, like let's say when I had like 3,000 followers or whatever, I'm like, damn, how do I get these views? How do I get this? Whatever. And then after a while, you start to realize like, now you're you're killing yourself. Like mm-hmm. mentally, you're, you're putting your energy in a place where you don't need to put the energy. You just need to put yeah. the energy on making good content. And then when you take your break, you sit back and you look at like, okay, cool. What's working? What's not working? And then you can look at the numbers and be like, okay, this is working. This is not working. How can I tweak this? Or how can I make this better? Do I need more a better camera? Because people, people might be saying the ideas are good, but they don't look good. Mm. Right? Do you need a team? 
Do you need someone maybe to write for you? Do you need someone to edit for you? Do you need someone to shoot for you? Do you need someone to color grade it for you? You have to figure that out, but you only can figure that out when you take that break and you sit back and you look at what you've done. Mm-hmm. And the break doesn't have to be uh, three months. It could be like a week, two weeks, oh, yeah. based on your workflow, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, to wrap it up, mm-hmm. um, where do you see yourself in two years? In two Good years? Um, hmm, that's an interesting question. I'm probably going to continue making videos in two years, you know? And then wherever it takes it, it takes it, in a sense. Mm-hmm. When it comes to like that, you know? Professional, I'm like, I'm thinking right now. I might go do my master's. I don't know yet. I'm thinking about doing that. Um, That's crazy how, like, you're still thinking of that, but you still have your popularity in what you're doing in skits. Because people would just be like, well, I mean, I got this much. I'm going to drop everything, and I'm going to do comedy alone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I guess because, you know, African parents, they... They, you they, can never leave. You have yeah, to get the degree. Yeah, yeah, you know? <laughs> the way they raise you, in a sense, like, they more so raise you to, to really think about the negatives. And they show you, like, my thing is, I've seen mm-hmm. the negative outcomes of people, right? So when I when I analyze certain situations, I'm like, all right, cool. I just need to make sure that every base is covered, in a sense. Right. So, like, you want to make sure, like, let's say if one thing doesn't work, you can still bounce back to something else. Because, again, you want to you wanna put yourself in a position where when you're older, like, if you have a family, you can take care of your family. Right. You know, that's the main thing. You don't want to put yourself in a position where now when you're older and you can't really mm-hmm. take care of your family because you didn't set things up properly. Mm-hmm. You know, and life does move fast. Like, we say two years from now, two years is like that, right? I met you guys, mm-hmm. what, two years ago? Mm-hmm. You know, like, mm-hmm. so it does it does fly like that and it's like in the blink of an eye, mm-hmm. right? So you have to really take in every different thing that's going on again. And that sits down, that comes down to reflection. When you sit down, you look at your life mm-hmm. and you say, and you work, you kind of have to re-engine, like, work backwards in a sense. Like, you look at where do you want to be in 10 years? Where don't you want to be in 10 years? I feel like that's even easier. If you say, where don't I want to be, <laughs> right? And you can be like, okay, what can I do then to avoid that outcome, that's you know? True. And then you, you can basically create a list of things that, okay, cool, maybe if I advance professionally here, if I advance this way, I have more opportunities, more things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, when do you that's... Yeah, so we're just going to end it off with some rapid-fire questions. You got to give me one answer, okay? One so answer? F- yes, one cool. answer. Bernie Mac or Chris Tucker? Bernie Mac. Mm. Okay. <laughs> you don't I know what, but Bernie Mac is an okay, OG. OG I, love, I love Chris Tucker. I love Chris Tucker, but Bernie Mac, like, I find him hilarious. But yeah, that's my answer. That's <laughs> Michael Jordan LeBron James. MJ. Give me one point why you say that. Give me one point why you say why? that. Why? Because growing up, I want to emulate my game after MJ. Like, you know, like when you see him play, it's one of those things when you see him play, you want to model your game after him. I never had a point really. There are like things I did take from LeBron. Like mm-hmm. I learned how to use my left hand because of LeBron. Mm-hmm. I would watch him dunk. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, how he takes off, I'm going to just emulate that yeah. and then follow his foot pattern. But in terms of like full game, like MJ, like, you know. Okay. Top five comedians. That's tough. <laughs> that's that's tough. Um, Gotta give you five. Bernie Mac, Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. That's two so far. Uh, Bill Bellamy. Mm-hmm. That's three. Oh, Eddie Murphy. Almost mm-hmm. didn't say that. Eddie Murphy. That's four. Hmm. I think about just people who make me laugh, like not more so like you know politically correct answers. So I said uh, Eddie Murphy, Bernie Mac, Dave Chappelle, Bill Bellamy, Bill Bellamy. 
bro. That was tough. I can add a fifth one. I'm surprised you did not say Martin. I'm kind of disappointed. Martin Lawrence? I'm kind of offended. To it be seems honest. like he's th- that. Martin make him is laugh. my guy, bro. Martin Lawrence is funny in movies. He's very funny in movies. He's very funny in movies. No, no, no. I find Martin Lawrence hilarious in movies. Like, you know? But like comedy wise? Even his comedy is funny too. His comedy is funny. But I feel like, again, like I'm going based on people who I know. Yeah, like when yeah, I watch yeah. them every single time, yeah. I'm always laughing. I love Martin Lawrence. Don't get it twisted. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love the show. Like, I love the show. I love Martin Lawrence. But like, again, like Bernie Mac, like I've, I've cried. Like, you know, Dave Chappelle. I didn't used to like Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't I think also because maybe my mind didn't get it, I wasn't smart enough. But <laughs> like now, you know <laughs> But as you get older you start to deep certain like certain you jokes that he's making more, and how yeah. like how it relates to actual real life, you know? So that's why I'm like, okay, no, nah, this guy's actually funny. Cause my mm-hmm. older cousins would tell me, yo, Dave Chappelle is hilarious, but I didn't find him funny. Mm-hmm. You know, but when I got older, I was like, Yeah, this guy's it's you understand like, yeah, now. yeah, yeah, I understand, I understand. You know, so Bernie Mac Dave Chappelle hands down. Um, I said Bill Bellamy because I saw mm-hmm. I didn't know who he was and I saw a special and I was laughing so hard so I have to put him in there and then um, Eddie Murphy come on Eddie Murphy like, yeah so that last one I don't know who to put there I can put Chris Tucker I, I'm gonna go Chris Tucker or Kevin Hart I don't know if it's on, yeah yeah I'll put Chris Tucker and Kevin Hart <laughs> six man yeah yeah watch it or you love bruh Oh, for, for my non-Ganyans. Uh, Wache is, <laughs> jollof is two Ganyan foods. Both rice components. And Nigerian, well, jollof, jollof is a Nigerian, is Nigerian, Nigerian food. Wache is... Uh, Senegal, yeah. but, you know. Wow, this is really in deep thought. I'm telling you, man, it's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. It depends on the day. <laughs> that's it, that's it. Depends on the day. It depends on the day. It depends on who's making it, because... Yes, especially the Wache, too. The Wache, yeah. Yes. If it's the right texture, yes. the right consistency, the stew mm-hmm. is proper... The boiled egg is on the side. Mm, the oh, both of them. Yeah, the gari is there. Mm-hmm. There's, little, there's that oil spaghetti, whatever mm-hmm. is going on. You oil know. spaghetti, man. Yeah, like, you know, it's, it's a festival. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. It depends on the day. And then there'd be parties sometimes if you have watch it, Angela. Like, I put them both on the same plate. Me too. <laughs> put them both on the same plate. Put them on, and then who, whichever one tastes better, I'll go get a second plate from this, of just that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Okay, right. my last one. Um, R&B or hip-hop? Damn. Okay, in terms of like... Uh, oh, I don't know how to answer that one. I would say hip-hop, reason being, because when I'm saying hip-hop, sometimes it does encompass mm-hmm. that R&B mix into it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say uh, hip-hop, especially now because I don't really like R&B music like today's age R&B. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's, yeah. What are you talking about? I think we're well talking about more of the nineties. Yeah, I'm, when 90s, I'm talking about R and B, I'm always talking R and B. I don't even think 90s, about R and B. Now it's like the 90s. it's like rapping. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Some sort of adaptation. Yeah. Well, close us out. You know. Well, um, it's been a lovely interview. Yep. Thank you for coming. It's a Thank pleasure, you for man. you know gracing our <laughs> place, our yes. um, studios. So we're the juxtaposition. You didn't tell them to like, oh, subscribe, sorry. do all of that thing. Go follow thing. You're, you're Go follow the man I'm under. Let me tell you. Let me hold on. Sorry, people. That, people that are my man. Go follow the mandem. Go follow what's with Andy on social Instagram, Instagram YouTube, Twitter, all of that. Anything else? Everything. everything. <laughs> YouTube is what's with Andy as well. Yeah, right? what's with Andy on YouTube. Yo, we Twitter, gotta put the, the mandem to be somewhere. Him. We have to push him out the city, you know? 
we got to do what we got to do. So go follow him everywhere. Um, like, subscribe, do everything. You already know. I tell you every week. And we us tell follow, you. like, subscribe. Yeah, but it's about him today. It's about him but, today. You know, exactly. Where our links are in the bottom. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. so yes, it was a pleasure. That's all, folks. We're the Juxtaposition Crew, and we're out of here. Bye. Peace.